0: Welcome to Great Stories in American History with Rebecca Price Janney. Today's story is a tribute to American servicemen and women, a true account that Joyce Hempill has allowed me to share with you about her father's experiences as a POW. Staff Sergeant Clemens C.J. Rosen was imprisoned in Stalag Luft 4 in present-day Tihovo, Poland. In early February 1945, the Nazis emptied the camp and marched the POWs westward to keep ahead of the advancing Red Army. Rosen and his colleagues were forced to walk over 500 miles, sleeping in open fields, barns, and concentration camps, they spent Easter at Bergen-Belsen. In late April, they began marching northeast towards Lüneburg, Germany, to keep ahead of the British and American forces. Here is Rosen's account of those last days of the war in Europe, which I have edited for clarity and brevity. For several days we heard heavy gunfire, but the Nazis were always able to stay ahead of the advancing troops. On the night of May 4th, we slept in a warehouse, hearing heavy artillery fire, small arms fire, and large artillery shells going overhead, destined for targets far ahead of us. That morning, they got us out early, and marched us along the roads as usual, until approximately noon, when they asked us to fall out and lay in the grass along the road. Soon afterward, our Nazi captain came by, riding in the sidecar of a motorcycle, carrying a white flag. The guards told us that we were cut off, and had no place to go. We were between two spearheads by the English army. At 1.20 p.m., an English weapons carrier came down the road carrying the Nazi captain. The English told us we were freed and that it was up to us to get away from the front lines, that we should leave as quickly as possible. We were to walk seven miles to the rear into a small town, where the English had established a field kitchen. This was the happiest day of my life. Along the way we stopped at a house, and I asked for some water. Two small children came to the door. They hollered at their mother, who came and told them not to let us in, for we had lice. She gave us all the water we could drink, and then we continued our journey to where the English had established camp. It was near dark when we arrived. The English fed us jelly sandwiches on white bread. This was the first time we had eaten white bread in nine months. It tasted like angel food cake. We found a place in the barn to spend our first night of freedom. We arose early the next morning to find our way to Lüneburg, roughly 40 miles southeast of Hamburg. Before we left camp, we heard of a German family serving breakfast for Americans. I carried some powdered coffee, which I had received in a Red Cross parcel, and I traded this coffee for two fried eggs, fried potatoes, and bread. This was the best meal we had had in almost nine months. Then we started down the highway, and after we had walked about ten minutes, an English truck came along and stopped. After we told them where we were going, they went out of their way to take us to Lunenburg, A long way from the front lines, we came through several small cities. We saw where the battles were held the last evening of our imprisonment. One town was almost completely destroyed. We entered one brick home where our artillery or tank shell had blown a large hole in the corner of the living room. It had been a beautiful home. We looked in every room. All of their furniture and belongings were still there. Some GIs took the sterling silverware. I didn't take a thing. All I cared for was to get myself out of there. I did pick up a rifle further down the road and carried it for several hours until it got so heavy I threw it alongside of the road. After we arrived at Lüneburg, the first thing the English did was to take us to the showers. They had us strip, took our clothing, dusted us with powder, and then left us to take a shower. Afterwards we were given a new British uniform to wear. Then they took us to their mess hall and fed us tea and crumpets. This night we got to sleep on a cot. Clean clothes, a belly full, and freedom. What more could anyone ask for? Thank you C.J. Rosen for sacrificing so much to secure our freedoms, and to all those who have given so much on behalf of a grateful nation. For Great Stories in American History, I'm Rebecca Price Janney.